You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Good morning, everyone. Uh, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Church Talk with Isaac. As y'all know, I'm your host, Isaac Watson, and uh, I want to start this podcast as I always do. I always want to make sure that I'm thanking all of my supporters, those of you who have subscribed, those of you who have downloaded and listened to um, my previous episodes and continually listen to them because I know that some of you um, listen to them more than once and I appreciate it. As long as uh, what I'm putting out there is helping you, it's, it's building you, it's educating you uh, in any way. Uh, I feel like I'm doing my job and uh, that's what this podcast is all about. We want to make sure that people are actually able to gain something from what's released because uh, there's plenty of podcasts out there that you can listen to, but you take time to listen to mine. So again, I am I am, I am elated that you would choose to listen to what I would have to say and uh, we got a lot of good things in store. Um, what I'm going to do today is I want to jump right into a topic uh, because it's a topic that one of our listeners uh, requested. And I know that it's something that a lot of people may actually have questions about, something that they may struggle with. And uh, they may have like an inner war within themselves, uh, even as far as their salvation sometimes can be questioned because of uh, this concern. And this concern is this, y'all. How do you know you hear God's voice? How do you know that you're hearing God's voice? How do you know that it's God or it's you or or whatever or something else is talking to you? Um, people have this question. A lot of people have this question. I've had these questions before uh, in my life. And uh, I want to give you some practical tools. I'm going to give you some practical information and some insight about distinguishing between your voice, God's voice, and other voices. Um, one of the things that I do want to highlight is um, Jesus made very clear. He said, he said, my sheep know my voice and a stranger they do not follow. So whenever we're dealing with the dynamics of hearing God's voice, we're looking at it from the dynamics of a shepherd and a sheep. And, and most importantly, we're looking at it from the perspective of a father and his children. God is father, we being his children. Every father... Uh, knows the sound of their child's voice, and every child knows the sound of their parent's voice. So one of the things that um, that that we do, um, uh, for those of you who do not know, I uh, I also pastor. Aside from doing church talk with Isaac, I pastor a church in Park Forest, Illinois, Encounter Worship Center. And uh, one of the things that we do at Encounter Worship Center is we train people. We train people to hear God's voice. We train people. Uh, in the prophetic, we believe in the prophetic. We believe um, that God has emotions, that God has a mind, that God has a will um, that he wants to talk to us about, that he wants to demonstrate through us. And uh, one of the things that we emphasize on within our ministry is the prophetic ministry. And one of the things when we, um, when we activate, when we teach, when we train in the prophetic, one of the things that I make known is that is that as someone who trains people in the prophetic, it is not my responsibility to teach you how to prophesy. You can't teach people how to prophesy. Our job, our responsibility is to teach you how you hear God. As someone who trains in the prophetic, who teaches people um, how, to, how to know the voice of God, 
Our obligation is to teach you how you hear God. And I make a distinction with saying how you hear God because not everyone hears God's voice the same way. God talks in many different ways. God speaks. If we look at Romans 1, it talks about how God speaks through creation. God speaks audibly. God can speak through visions. God can speak through dreams. God can speak through impressions. Come on, God speaks in many different ways. So we can't try to we can't try to show you how to hear God Uh, in a mechanical way, because it's not about mechanics. It's about relationship. It's all about relationship. Hearing God's voice is all about relationship. So what I want to go over in the next few moments is uh, the four voices that you may hear. There are four primary voices that every individual may hear. Now, this is whether you're saved, whether you're in the church or whether you're not saved or in the church, everyone is prone to hearing four different voices. The four voices are these. The first voice is the voice of God. Everyone can hear the voice of God. As a matter of fact, God desires that you hear his voice because the day you hear his voice, you know, the scriptures say harden not your hearts. The day you hear his voice, um, God wills that none shall perish, that all shall come to repentance. So God wants to draw all men. If if Jesus be lifted up, he'll draw all men unto himself. Um, No man can come to the father unless the spirit draws him. So God wants everyone to know him. God wants everyone to come into relationship with him. So God is trying to talk to you. He's trying to talk to, 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 to everyone in the earth. And he's hoping that someone has an ear. So the first voice is the voice of God. The second voice that you will hear is your inner voice or you will hear hear yourself. You will hear your soul speak to you, your mind, your will, your emotions, your intellect, what you put into yourself, books that you may read, things that you may watch, conversations that you may have. You will hear yourself oftentimes. Um, The third voice that you will hear uh, I believe is the, are demonic voices. I believe that demons will talk to you. They will try to put into your head lies and things that God has not said about you. And they will try to get you to believe a lie so that you can forfeit the truth of God that he has declared to you and that what he said about you. When the Bible talks about principalities and powers and rulers, uh, um, uh, spiritual wickedness in high places and all of these things, what I believe, I believe that demons actually speak to people. I believe that they project images before people and those images are self-consciously imprinted upon the minds of people. That can get into a whole another topic of demonology and all that kind of stuff. But I believe that demons will try to speak to you as well. Um, many cases, um, let's take Judas, for example, Jesus, um, um, the Bible says that Satan entered him and then he went about his business to, to, uh, to finish out his assignment to get Jesus crucified. Um, Um, And then it also says, I believe in Acts chapter five, um, Peter confronted Ananias and he said to Ananias, why have you allowed Satan to fill your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? So Satan and demons can speak to you. The last voice uh, that I believe can speak to you are the voice of your peers or the voice of other people. 
Oftentimes, you will hear something from someone, you will see something from someone, and even culturally, just being raised up in certain environments and certain cultures, certain things will be um, um, engrafted inside of you because of your environment. Some things you will be given through indoctrination because of your environment. So you'll think some of the things that you think. You will believe some of the things you believe. You will hear some of the things that you hear because of the outside influences, people um, that um, that actually have your ear, that has your mind, that has your attention, that has your respect. And these voices will speak to you. So you have the voice of God. You have yourself. You have the voice of demons. And you have other people that will speak to you. So this is the thing, y'all. God is trying to speak to everyone. And um, one of the things when we talk about hearing the voice of God is um, it's about relationship. So your confidence in hearing God's voice will grow as your relationship with God grows. Now, people want God's voice at their own convenience. Many people, they don't really see God. They don't really pray. They don't really communicate with God unless they're in a bind or uh, unless they need a particular answer. Uh, And what that is called is a transactional relationship. It's not a covenant relationship. It's it's me trying to put a coin in God to to get him to pop out an answer for me. And that's not the way that your relationship with God should work. You should not only want to talk to God or hear God's voice at your convenience. God is good. God wants you to hear his voice. And even sometimes when you interact with God like that, because God is good, he may still speak to you because he wants to talk to you. And him speaking is not the problem. It's not a matter of whether or not God will speak to you because God desires to speak to you. The, the, um, the problem, the issue is identifying his voice, identifying that it is actually him that is talking to you. So I'm going to give you some keys. One of the things that we have to do is move out of transactional relationship and move into covenant relationship where we live a lifestyle of communing with God, spending time with God talking to God. And you ain't ain't gotta be super deep and super religious. You can talk to God throughout your day. Spend time to talk and then shut up and spend time to listen. Sometimes what we have to do is shut things out because oftentimes it's all the noise that uh, um, that's around us, all the noise um, that we listen to that is really hindering us from hearing God. It's not the fact that God's not talking to us. It's the fact that we have so many other things tuned up and turned up That is very difficult to hear God when he's trying to talk to you. So what we have to learn to do is sometimes just turn things off. Don't listen to the radio on your way to work or wherever you're going. Just take time and pray. Pray in the spirit. Pray in in whatever language uh, you speak. I know we have people from different nations that tune in at Church Talk with Isaac. You know, uh, pray in whatever language that you speak. And then take time to just sit still and listen. Now, this is the thing about God. Uh, Sometimes... Uh, because of our, uh, because of our, uh, how can I say it? Because we are so busy oftentimes and we're so stuffed with life, it's difficult to hear God. So aside from just communing with him, another good practice to do is to fast. Now, let me say this, y'all. Fasting does not make you more um, spiritual. It doesn't make you more saved. It doesn't make you any more close to God than what you currently are, because how close can God, how much closer can God be to you than in you? So it doesn't make you closer to God, 
But what fasting does is it makes you sensitive to how close God actually is. And it makes you sensitive and more sensitive to the voice of God, to the ways of God, to the intentions of God, to the nature of God. It makes you more spiritually sensitive. Now, another thing about hearing God's voice and how do you know whether or not you're hearing God's voice, your voice, demonic voices, other influences, how do you know? Well, one thing that you have to understand is that God's voice will never contradict God's word. God's voice will never contradict his word and his voice will never contradict his nature as a father. So if you're hearing things that are condemning, if you're hearing things that are bringing you into depression, if you're hearing things um, that are discouraging you, um, from, from righteous or right living or, or, or being in right standing with God, walking in love, walking in truth, walking in peace. If you're hearing these things, you can automatically just know that you're probably not hearing the voice of God. You're not hearing his voice because God's voice will never contradict his word and God's voice will never contradict his nature as a father. And yes, it's not going to be all all lovey-dovey, all that stuff, because God chastises those who he loves. God convicts those who he loves and, and those, you know, and those types of things. Um, so it's not always going to be nice things and good things, things that you want to hear, but what you hear will always be edifying. What you hear will always exhort you and urge you and thrust you into a place of righteous living and connection and communion and communication with God and connection and communion and communication with one another. Um, these are attributes of the voice of God. These are attributes of, 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 uh, of the presence of God. And I want to say this about God's voice and God's presence. Oftentimes, when you're, when you're trying to hear God's voice, you may not hear an audible, oh, well, thus says the Lord, my son, thus says the Lord, my daughter. Oftentimes, God's voice sounds like you, which is why it's difficult sometimes to distinguish between the two. But the more you spend time with him, the easier it'll become to distinguish his voice from your own. Oftentimes, the voice of the of you know demonic voices are often easy to identify because especially the more time you spend with God, don't even sound like God. The desires uh, that you receive after 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 hearing the voice of demons, it don't even sound attractive. It don't it don't even sound something sound like something God would say or something that God would want uh, you to have as His son or as His daughter. So oftentimes you may not hear an audible voice, but I do want to say this: sometimes God's voice and God's presence are in many cases interchangeable. So you may go through seasons. There are sometimes, y'all, don't feel bad. Uh, um, there are sometimes where you may go through seasons where you may not hear his voice the same way you did in a previous season. You may not, God may not speak to you the same way he spoke to you in a previous season. And there are many times that you may go through seasons where you do not hear his voice the same way, but you do feel his presence. And oftentimes God's presence and God's voice are interchangeable. And oftentimes God's presence and God's voice are one and the same. Uh, Genesis, I believe the third chapter um, says that Adam heard the voice of God walking in the garden. God, Adam heard God's voice walking, his voice walking. That's interesting because it almost gives a connotation like God's voice had legs, like as if his presence uh, and his voice were one and the same. God's voice was walking. So oftentimes God's voice and his presence 
can be interchangeable. You may not hear his voice, but you may feel his presence in a season. You may not feel his presence, but you may hear his voice in a season. But I do want to let you know that oftentimes, although God does not change, God remains the same. The way that he may speak to you may change because he's trying to get you to grow up. He may be trying to get you to mature. So sometimes it can be discouraging when we don't understand um, the ways of God, the mind of God, the nature of God. And we feel like, God, are you listening to me? Are you hearing me? And God is saying, I hear you. I'm listening. I want relationship with you. I don't want a transactional uh, exchange from you. This isn't prostitution. I'm not a pimp. I don't want you to prostitute me. I don't want to prostitute you. I want to be in a covenant relationship with you where we talk to one another, where we spend time with one another, where I reveal parts of me to you, where you reveal parts of you to me. And through this covenant relationship, my voice will become more clear to you because I want you to hear my voice. So listen, y'all, I hope this is something that helped you. Thank you so much. You submitted that question. Um, how do you know you hear God's voice? Hopefully this brought some clarity, some understanding to you. And uh, and uh, listen, do me a favor, y'all. As you, as you listen to this, continue to subscribe. Continue to write. And I love to read your reviews. Continue to write new reviews. Um, because what it does is it helps to boost my, my, um, my visibility on Apple. It helps to boost my visibility so that more people become aware of this podcast. If you've been enjoying this podcast, don't keep it to yourself. Uh, share it, uh, encourage someone to listen to it. Someone that you may know may have needed to hear this, uh, encourage someone to hear it. Um, you know what? This is a good time. I think to promote my book. I wrote a book and I haven't promoted this at all since I've begun um, Church Talk with Isaac. But I wrote a book a few years ago called Access Granted, Unlocking Your Potential as an Intercessor. Um, and it is a book about hearing the voice of God. It's a book about um, what it looks like to be an intercessor. Jesus is the intercessor. We stand in him in the place of intercession. And if you are someone who wants to grow in your prayer life, you want to grow as an intercessor, you want to grow in your ability to hear God's voice and distinguish between his voice and other voices and gain more tools to become skillful uh, in prayer, skillful in intercession, knowledge, more knowledgeable in intercession, and gain more wisdom in intercession, I encourage you, get my book, Access Granted, Unlocking Your Potential as an Intercessor. Um, if you order from my website, IsaacWatsonMinistries.com, uh, I, will, I will send you a... Um, I'll send you an autographed copy, um, and they're also available. My book is also available on Amazon, both paperback and Kindle edition. So I just wanted to to put that out there. If you if this is a topic that you know you need to grow from, I encourage you get my book. All right, listen, I love y'all so much. Thanks for tuning in. I hope y'all have an amazing day. Peace. Thank you for listening to Church Talk with Isaac. If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.